you can still win by being, you know, vanilla ice cream. You can still win by being, we offer the best service, but it's going to take a ton of marketing to get your name across. This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we take a look at what is changing in the pest and lawn industries, and we take you to the front lines to those that are driving those changes. I'm Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, which has Triangle Pest and Triangle Lawn. And with me is Mr. Rainy Day himself, Mr. Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say good afternoon, introduce our topic, our sponsors, and our guest. How's that? Good afternoon from rainy Columbia, South Carolina, where I am in a hotel room uh, after having been to the sessions at the South Carolina Pest Management Association show, which was awesome. And um, let's see. I am Dan Gordon from PCO Bookkeepers, PCO MA Specialists. Um, we are bookkeepers, accountants, CFOs to the pest and lawn industry. And our sponsors, if you're interested in um, marketing services, that would be Coal March by Workwave. Learn more at coalmarch.com. Anyone interested in insurance for the pest management uh, industry, that includes workers' comp, GL, auto, EPLI, and a few other things, that would be pestsure.com. And they are specific to the pest management industry. If you're interested in joining a PMP industry insider peer group, which uh, we are having lots of fun with, please visit pmpindustryinsider.com backslash peer groups and go back or go back and listen to episode 136 for more information. And I'm out of breath, so I will let you do the last item. <laughs> Shall I, shall I do this? I'm going to have so much fun. So first of all, it's forward slash Dan. You've done it on a few episodes and I let you get by this episode. Oh. I am not, I'm not having it. So it's pmpindustryinsider.com forward slash peer groups. I'm just having fun with you right now, but it is actually a forward slash. So the one thing that I do need to talk about is if you've not been keeping up with podcasts, Apple made a fairly significant change in how they deliver podcasts and how they count them. We are very fortunate that we have very good sponsors, Coal March by Workwave and Pesher, as Dan mentioned before. Both very great vendors. We appreciate their support. They make this podcast possible and make it possible for us to deliver content to you. But with this change, it has made it such that if you don't download, it does not automatically download for you anymore, and it will unsubscribe you from the podcast. So if you've not gone to our podcast on Apple in quite some time or, or some other whatever platform it is that you've done, please go and resubscribe if you've been unsubscribed. Also download and make sure that you continue to listen uh, just so that you're not unsubscribed from the podcast. And of course, if Apple's not your thing. We're available on YouTube, which is uh, growing uh, each month. And so you can go that route as well. That's actually my preference. That's how I consume most of my content is on YouTube. But if you do that, subscribe to our channel and like us and notifications, all that other fun stuff. And with that, I should introduce our topic and our very special guest. So today you're going to be hearing from my very own Dan Gordon. He's going he's gonna to whiz us on all things marketing. And we're going to be talking about... 
<laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about the single biggest mistake in marketing and how to avoid it. And this is not clickbait at all. Um, we were, you know, we were thinking about this topic and I will tell you that I see it all the time. Now, all of you, at least if you've known me for quite some time, um, I do have a background in marketing. I am not a marketing expert. I did not sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night, but I do know a little bit about marketing and I've made some mistakes and I've actually made this mistake as well. And so I wanted to share that info with all of you. And we're going to get into this topic. We're going to talk a little bit about what the mistake is, how to avoid it, and then how do you... Um, how do you actually use it to your advantage? Because I think if you can avoid this mistake, you will absolutely kill it at marketing. And with that, the nice thing about the nice thing about our podcast is we're real world. We're not some theoretical thing. So if you screwed <laughs> something up and you're talking about it, that's real world. <laughs> that is absolutely real world. So let's get into the biggest mistake. So Dan, what do you what would you pontificate this biggest mistake in marketing would be? Any guesses? And I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but what do you? What would you guess this? Why mistake? should somebody use your company? Yes. So the biggest mistake that is almost it is so prevalent in marketing, it's almost hard to see, and that is you mess up the messaging, meaning that. And I talk about this. By the way, this is not a shameless plug. My book is not the only book that talks about this, but I have a book called Grow and I talk about marketing a lot. And there's an entire chapter dedicated to this one single mistake. And that is, what is the message that your company is putting forth? And the reason I ask that is because if you were to ask yourself this one question, and if you're a listener, I actually want you to think about this question for a moment. Why should someone use your company? Now, if you're, you know, oftentimes people call it a positioning statement. How do you, you know, how are you different? Why should someone use your company? What is, what is your position in the market? And if you ask this, like I bet you right now, Dan, I want you to do a little experiment for me. I know you haven't left the, the conference there in South Carolina. If you go and ask this question, this is totally a non-scientific, completely non-scientific survey here. But I would guess that 95% would say one of the three things, which is, we offer the best service. I'm sure you never heard that one. Or everybody offers the best service. Yes. Or we offer the best value, meaning that you can't buy more value than what you can buy with our company. Right. That's the second one. And then the third one is, is that we offer competitive prices. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so normally when you ask, you know, a pest and lawn company is like well, all three good differentiators. Yes. Yes. Which basically <laughs> means, you know, I say this to my kids all the time, just because it's so rampant in our society and I try to fight it as much as I can, which is, you know, you're a unique unicorn. I tell them, I'm like, you're unique, just like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and not that I like to beat my kids down or anything, but I just simply make the point that, you know, which, which owner is going to say, well, you know, we offer mediocre service. We're probably, you know, we probably charge more than the value that we bring and we're expensive, right? I mean, none of them are going to say that. And the other part of this is, is that when you say that I offer the best service and I offer the best value and I offer competitive prices, the fact is, is that 95% of the other pest and loan companies are saying the exact same thing. So why is this the single biggest mistake in marketing? And the reason is, is because when you look at it, you know, there is tons and tons of marketing messages that are, that are sent to you daily. And we're not going to go into this whole thing of, you know, social media and, and how much content people are consuming and how much data they're having to deal with. 
I mean, that's not what this podcast is about, or at least this episode. But I will say that think about this when 95% of the people are saying that they have the best service and they're all the same, you know, this is all their same position. What happens to the company name? What happens? There's it's all noise, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's all noise. Right? And so what happens is, is that, you know, here we go. We start, you know, lining up ad campaigns. We start lining up Google local services. We're, if you're doing mass media, you know, you're all out there like, yeah, we have the best service. We have the best technicians. And by the way, don't think that because I'm saying this on the podcast that I've got this figured out. I mean, I have made this mistake. I, we used to have this tagline, best people, best products, best service or something like that. I mean, and do you, you know how I came up with that tagline, by the way, Dan? No. Yeah, it was highly, highly researched, highly, you know, it was debated, which basically means none of that happened. I just thought it sounded good. And so that's what we did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, by the way, so I was going to ask you if uh, last night you saw the Super Bowl in any of the commercials, but I know that you were asleep by like six Yeah, I was, I'm an old man. Because yeah. some of the commercials do exactly what you're talking about. They, you know, cool, but not differentiating. No. No, I mean, so so the reality of it is, is that when, you know, when you think about these three position statements, which is so common in our industry, and I'm, I mean, we could put this to lawn as well. We, you're going to have a green lawn. Well, yeah, of course, right? Is th The fact is, is that every owner believes this. And, and if they have not taken the time to really think about what differentiates them, or they haven't decided what's going to be a differentiator for them, it's going to be very difficult. Their marketing is going to be much more expensive. And the reason is because you're not going to be able to get like the pop with your marketing, right? You're going to have to win with just repetition, right? You're going to have to win with just flooding the market because your message is so vanilla. It's like you're you're going to have to almost work twice as hard to get your name in consumers' minds because the fact is there's nothing about you that's different than anyone else. And so you know, people can do this with a jingle. They can do it with, a, you know, several different options. But, but the fact is, is that when you don't really take time, and I'm not saying you got to have, you know, put these freaking little twirly things on your heads and like be some weird. I remember there was this one guy in, um, he was in like in Greensboro somewhere kind of close to where I'm at. And it was crazy Kevin Kordak. And I mean, I could not, I could not stand to listen to his commercials. But I will tell you, I have not forgotten it. I mean, and that's been over 10 years ago. So anyway, my point is, is that you don't need to be a- Wasn't he in Virginia Beach? And I don't not, remember not his that, Not that, Kevin. No, no, no. This was, oh, this okay. was, this was an auto dealership. This was not, not, the, not the Kevin. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. This was a- this is a guy that sold cars and it was just these weird commercial. He would do these weird inflections with his voice. And it was just so annoying that I would change the channel that it was like hearing you know, nails going down a chalkboard. So I'm not making the point that you need to create some character that you're not. And I'm certainly not suggesting that you fabricate something that you're not. All I'm saying is, is that if your position is, well, we offer the best service, we offer the best value, we offer the most competitive pricing, what you're going to do is you're going to spend a ton more, on, I mean, a ton more on marketing, and you're basically going to be invisible to your customer. And so you don't have a position. And so what I am suggesting, though, is that you step back and look at your business and, you know, say, well, what really matters and what what matters to our customers? And then how do I stand out so that people know you know, when they see my name, I don't have to spend as much time flooding because I'm so different that they will understand and know that that's my company. And when you think about it, you know, when you look at the power of words, 
there's a big deal there, right? I, I mean, a compelling message of, of value matters to the consumer. Now, I will tell you, and this is this is not unique, okay? When when Triangle years ago, when we when we were going through this process, and I had my little tagline that I that I fabricated that I thought was so great, which was it actually sucked. Um, you know, we were the first, at least in our market, to offer same day service, and so we hammered down on that. You know, same day service because it was something that no one else at the time. Now, now it's pretty common to do that now. I'm not telling you that um, that we're somehow you know great, you know, or that we're, we're just this awesome company. But back in the day, when we first started doing this, no one in our market, did, you know, no one in our market was doing it. And it was absolutely a way to stand out. And it was important to our consumers. I mean, when you think about same day service for lawn, I don't think that's a strong position. I don't think not, anybody cares about that. No, I mean, it's not an emergency, right? I mean, if I look at my lawn, I mean, it's been brown and it sucks for five years. I think a couple more days is not going to not going to do it. But if I'm sleeping and a roach falls on my face, it's, you better be here like right now, like yesterday. And blow you know, it's interesting up. is uh, we see uh, <laughs> in lawn care, uh, the, 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 the number one contact is through a form fill off the website in pest mm -hmm. control. It's still a phone call. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah. that's to support Absolutely. your, your yeah. thesis, but power well, ahead, it's a, sir. It's a different sell, right? I mean, when you look at pest control, uh, time is of the essence with our consumers, yep. right? I mean, it, it absolutely is a, it's a reactive cell. It's a, you know, it's a cell where it has the full attention of the consumer, especially if they are very concerned about insects or bugs or safety or health or whatever, where, versus kind of lawn, which it's kind of a longer term play. There's more time, There's it's more competitive. You know, your competitive advantage, I believe in pest control is speed. Truly it's speed, speeding, answering the phone, speeding, getting out to the service. I mean, it, you know, the first one it can, you know, I mean, not to say that price isn't important, but I will tell you survey after survey after survey will prove that in almost all cases, speed will trump price. And I know that because we actually paid um, a research firm to go out and do surveys outside of what you have. By the way, you don't need to do this. There's already a ton of research done by PPMA. And so if you're not a supporter, pay the money get the research and then change up your marketing. If you're trying to figure out like, well, what's really, you know, what are the psychological, you know, triggers for our customers? And I need to create this position for my business. What I would do if I were you is I would go to PPMA. If you're already a member, fantastic. They do a, they do a survey every two years where they survey people and they try to figure out like, you know, what's the demographic of folks who are most likely to use the service. And they, but they also look at their psychographics, like what's really important in picking a, comp a company, you know, and I'll tell another, I'll tell all my dirt here. One year, I just got it in my head that we're a local company and people really want to buy a local comp from a local company. By the way, isn't, every, isn't every company a local um, company and a family business? Oh, yeah. A yeah. Family I, business. I just company. thought I had it in my head. I'm like, man, this is going to be the greatest thing. Folks are going to want to just do business with Donnie. And I, I plastered my face all over everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, you got a friend in the business. And, you know, I really hammered down on this idea that, you know, people want to do business with the local, you know, with the local guy. So we do this survey. And out of the top 10, Actually, top 20. Yeah, top 20. Where do you think local business fell on, on that list? 19 or 20. Bam. 19. Yeah, <laughs> nine. They could care less. The other thing was company size. 
you know, you think, oh, well, people want to do business with a larger company or they want to do business with a small company. That was down below 15 as well, meaning below, meaning that I don't remember the exact, I don't have that survey right in front of me. I'm going off memory on this, but but it was nowhere near what you would think it would be. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, on, at least on the pest control, pest control side, it was speed and money. And then the ability, like, what is your warranty? That's what people really cared about. Um, and I mean, I've known that, of course, but but point is, is that if you're looking at your position, number one is that you need to make a position that matters to the consumer and that some way somehow captures their attention, you know, so that could be same day service guaranteed. It could be, you know, your problem gone or your money back or whatever. And I'm not recommending that you take on any of those positions. I mean, you need to look at your business, right. And decide for yourself what it should be. But my point here is, is that, you know, you, by the way, and by the way, you don't have to do any of this. I just think it's a massive mistake and it's going to cost you literally hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, if you don't fix it over time, which is so if you, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, so, because the fact is, is that you can still win by being, you know, vanilla ice cream. You can still win by being, we offer the best service, but it's going to take a ton of marketing to get your name across because you have to basically say the same message as everyone else, but you're going to have to say it with such frequency that it, it, that it trumps everyone else. And that's going to be very, very difficult. And so my point here is, is that of course you can make this mistake and still stay in business. Of course you can make this mistake. I mean, there's, 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 I mean, literally thousands of companies out there that have this exact position and they're cruising along just fine. They're making money and they're, they're in business. All I'm telling you is, and I, and I, I've seen it multiple times, even back in my previous life when I was in marketing day to day, people who had a really unique and compelling, you know, position in the marketplace. And you don't have to have some crazy tagline, but people need to know you for something. They got a way more out of their marketing. I mean, one of them could be, I mean, and I'm not going to drop names, but we have a friend, a, a very good friend in Riverside, California. He has a whole brand. You know who I'm talking uh, about, right? I do. And yeah. I mean, uh -huh. and he does really well with that brand. And, and of course, Brian Olson's going to listen to this and be like, thanks, Donnie. But <laughs> he's got blue trucks. Everything's got, blue. The yeah, seats. Yeah, but I mean, when they painted point. the trucks, they left the windows open. I so, mean, uh, <laughs> all right. So here, here's my question to you. I, I think you hammered it home on best. Um, and I think it's great, you know, get their, you know, uh, same day service. How about lawn? What's the message? What's a differentiator on lawn? You know, several people have taken, I've seen people go down the organic route. I've seen people go down the green route. Um, you know, I have, I will tell you, I don't have as much experience in, in customer psychographics in lawn as I do in pest. And that's a function of just time that I've spent in both markets. You know, we're still fairly new to lawn. We've only been in lawn like maybe four years, not maybe we've been in for four years and what I have seen with friends and what I've seen in our own market is that, you know, really the thing that you need to be, I mean, the, the price is a massive thing in our, in our it's terrible. Yeah, it is, it is, that, that is number one. And I will tell you the really good marketers know that, which is why everything's always on sale and they're giving away services and those types of things. So that's number one. But the second one would be ease and convenience. I think when we were out at beyond service, do you remember the guy that gave the, um, the CX talk. What was his name? Do you remember? That? remember. You remember? But he, I mean, man, he made such a great point. I took a ton of notes and you would think I would remember his name. So obviously he made a big impact on me and no sarcasm there whatsoever. But he talked about this idea of, you know, it used to be, 
this whole idea of price. It used to be, well, you know, value. Like those have taken a back seat now to convenience and priority. You know, and he made this whole point about like if you're not super convenient to do business with. And so going back to the lawn thing, I I've actually been thinking a lot about well, how difficult is it to do business with us as a lawn company? And the answer to that question is it's pretty doggone difficult. It's actually a, a weakness that we have that we need to fix. And he, the other point that he made is that people are willing to pay more money to skip the line, right? If you, if you are going to be two weeks out, people are willing, actually willing to spend more money to be tomorrow. And so is that the case for, you know, lawn? I don't know. And I don't have a good answer for you, Dan. I don't, I don't, I can't tell you well, what here's the top That's three. Disney World. You can buy that uh, pass yeah. to get, to cut the line, right? But well, if you, if, if you think about what you just said, price, and that, you know, what's interesting is if I look at a chart of accounts of a pest control company and then a lawn care company, on a lawn care company, you have so many discounts. Like, I mean, if you look at the revenue line on a, on a um, you know, a lawn care company, you're giving away five, six, seven percent of total revenue each time, each year. Pest people just don't do that. And I'm you know, not going to bang the table and get everybody to stop and, and change the lawn care industry. But it's something that I've noticed for a long time. And we just don't like to discount. I don't, I got to think that there's a better way to do it, but uh, you know, there's people still do it. Yeah. And I don't think we're going to stop that, but you know, I, I will say there are companies who, who have figured this out and, and one would be, and I, and I hate to name drop on the podcast, but Virginia Green, right? I mean, yeah. like I look at some lawn care companies who have really figured this out and they don't do it on price like Virginia Green. I mean, I have friends in his market and we've had Gil on the podcast before. And if you're in his market and you think I'm referencing to him, it's not, I'm used to using him as an example. Um, but I have a really good friend of mine. who's actually a mentor earlier in my career who sold and he uses that service. Didn't know that I knew the owner and was like, man, these guys are great. Like, you know, my, my, my lawn looks fantastic. And, and so what he's done is he's really built, you know, the perception, like for him, it really is value on the service, but it's the name of the company is Virginia green, right? It's all about green, 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 green. And that's pretty common. I mean, you see that, I mean, go to a, well, now it's a work wave conference and just count how many people have the word green in their name. Right. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, it is unbelievable. So, so my point here is, is that, you know, whatever message you decide to do, whatever position you, you, you decide to take, the big thing is, is that it needs to connect with your audience. And, and in order to do that, you need to understand who your audience is. And so I don't know, I'm sure there's research out there for lawn care companies where they look at customers and what the psychological, you know, we we're lucky that we have PPMA on the pest side, this is kind of motivating me to start doing a little bit more digging on the lawn side, but what are really the psychographics of, of a lawn customer and what are the psychological motivators to get them to call? Now, I mean, and none of this stuff is like pretty, some of it could be competitiveness, right? I, 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 I go down the, I go down the street and I look at all my lawns or my neighbor's lawns and they're all greener than mine. I want to have the nicest lawn, right? I, some of them are that, I mean, so you just need to kind of figure that out. And I don't, I'm not aware of any kind of research that has been done by an association for lawn. I'm sure there's something out there. If there, if there is just drop us a line, send us an email. We'll, we'll make sure we put it on the show notes page. But even if you're, let's just say, if there's not anything like that, you could certainly get companies to go out there and figure that out for you. And it's not very expensive to do that. And so, so what's the biggest mistake 
it truly is not having a compelling message it's or a message that doesn't connect with the customer or a message that's the same as everyone else where you're not unique. And so, you know, I would just be very careful about that. The other thing I would be careful about is brand confusion. Um, I can, I guess I can tell this story now. Um, earlier in my career, I actually was threatened to be, to shot, be shot one time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, so there was a guy in our market. So, so in, in pest control, like most service related industries, you know, you have a city and then you have a service. So, so for example, I could see Raleigh pest control, which was one of our top keywords for many, many years. It's still a very high value keyword. So if I name my company Raleigh Pest Control, I cannot trademark that. I can't even service mark that because it's a it's a city and a service. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a guy in my market. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not going to say the series of words, but he had a city and pest control as his as his company name. Well, back in the day when I ran all of our pay-per-click campaigns, you couldn't say a city or a pest or pest control without me being the first three listings on the page. And this truly pissed off this guy. Like he was upset because in his mind, I was taking his customers because I had the city with pest control and the dude legitimately threatened to kill me. That's how people uh, settle that's, their differences. That's how people, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. That never went down. But a crazy event happened later on in life 10 years ago. I cannot mention it here on the podcast, but if you see me later on and you say, hey, whatever happened to that guy that threatened to shoot you, it's a funny story. It does not have a great ending. I'm still here. I didn't shoot anyone, but it it, it is quite the story. It's just- Did, it's did, he buy, did, did you buy his company? No, but the guy is in prison. I'll just say that. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to leave the story there. But my point right. here is, is that- Who, who serviced his customers? I'm not, I, that's the end of that story for now. That's but that, my uh, point, okay. the point Stay I was tuned. trying to make of that, the point I was trying to make out of that is that you want to make sure that whatever message that you send or whatever one you use, make sure no one else in your market has that same message because it can lead to brand confusion. And hopefully you won't get shot or threatened to be killed or whatever, but- <laughs> Ultimately, you don't want a customer to confuse you with someone else or confuse someone else with you. And so that's a really, you know, that's another part of that, you know, lack of a compelling message, that that part of that mistake that you want to that you want to avoid. And then the last thing is, is that if you don't know the psychographic of the customer, you don't resonate with them. And this would go back to the mistake I made about you got a friend in the business. We're a local company, right? I could hammer that message home all day long, but the fact is, is that. They don't care. So it's not going to resonate. And you're not their friend. <laughs> so. Exactly. Exactly. So what, what questions do you have? Because I got more stuff. Keep going. Okay. So now the question becomes, well, how do I do this? Right? How do I, everyone knows that they need to do this, but then when they sit down to do it, there's this, you know, it's almost like it's this huge, it's, it, I mean, it's so big and so like broad. It's like, well, how do I even bring this down? And so I, I'm just going to, just offer some just quick things to think about. And the first thing is, is that while I tell you that you don't want to have the position that we offer the greatest value, you do need to show that in some way, meaning that I don't want to say, because value is such a broad thing that doesn't, that doesn't really resonate. Right. But if you bring something unique, like for example, same day service, well, that's a huge value because now my problem is solved today. 
right? And so my, my point here is like, when you think about, I'm going to create a positioning statement, what you want to think about is, okay, yes, I want to offer the greatest value, but what's valuable to my customer? That's the second question that you need to answer. In the case, you can use research to do that. You can use, I would highly recommend that you use research. You can use the research of others. In our case, we know speed, price, you know, guarantee, all those things really resonate with our customers. And so when I make a positioning statement, it's going to be like, well, I want to make sure that I say or show that we offer the best value without saying the word value or keeping it so broad that it doesn't resonate, right? So so focus on value, right? And the way that you do that is like, what problem am I solving? How are their lives enhanced as a result of what we're doing? And is it something new, right? Is it something like that? Now, is pest control new? No. Is lawn care new? No. But how you provide that service, I remember back years ago, we rebranded our services and we started using that reduced risk pesticide. I don't know if you remember that, Dan, when, when, mm -hmm. when you know, Alpine came yep, out yep. And, and man, we hammered that home. It's like, you know, all of our products that we use on the inside is, is less toxic than table salt, which by the way, is crazy toxic. <laughs> right. <laughs> table salt. But that What's was our thing. 50 on table salt. Yeah. So, all right. So if I want to do research, people think of research as, you know, J.D. Powers or some uh, very expensive. How does a local company, a company the size of yours or smaller, how do, how do you get involved in research? What does it cost? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who, who yeah. does that? Yeah. yeah. So let's let's talk about a company my size and then let's talk about a, you're just getting started. A company my size, pay the money. And actually there are firms out there that do that. I'm not going to name drop, but if you just go out and do market surveys or market research, go to like one of your local, like big, like, and when I, I mean, like one of your big media folks, so like, look at like radio, TV, those types of things, they have partners who will do research for you and you'll get a discounted rate. Of course, they're going to want you to buy some big media, whatever. You don't need to do that. But my point is, is that they'll work with companies like Elevate. They'll work with other companies that are, um, that that's all they do. And it's not very expensive. Um, to do that. And it's well worth the money. So that's option one. Option two, option two, and I would highly recommend this no matter what the size is, it's it's a thing called chat GPT, or now it's rebranded from Bard to Gemini, is get out on so I mean, get out on um AI. AI and be very specific about what you're asking. And you can get a lot out of that as well, especially the psychographic mm -hmm. side. And so, and that doesn't cost you what, 20 bucks a month, if that. So, and that's for the, you know, the high end piece. I, I, by the way, I've been playing around with the new Gemini algorithm and this is not one on, on, uh, on AI, but super impressed. <laughs> they just released yeah. it. Super impressed with the upgraded one. I paid the money and I've been, I've been actually pitching it against chat GPT because this is what I do in my spare time. You should all feel sorry for me because it is pathetic. But anyway, yes, I will yes. say that I've been very impressed with the new Gemini algorithm that they just released. It's, it's really good. So anyway, point being is that I would go to AI and I would be very specific about, um, you know, what are the common problems for pest control customers? What are the common problems of lawn care? Companies? What do, what do customers really care about? Because listen, those things were trained on literally, I mean, terabytes of data. And so they're going to have, I mean, like it or not, I mean, you would have to throw out some, but it would definitely be a very cheap, easy way to get started. And so uh, that's what I would do. All right. Yep, more questions before we move on? Uh, no. Okay. Let's move it so along. So the last thing I will say, and we're, we're getting close to our time here, which is 
make sure that you you're whatever messaging that you're trying to get across is that it's simple and it's concise, meaning that I'm talking five words at most. You know, you don't want to, I mean, you don't want to have a bunch of jargon or any kind of confusing language. You don't want to like, I mean, it's funny. You, you'll see like some industries, they'll, they'll talk about how they're something the best at whatever. And it's like, I have no idea what that is. I, I don't know. I just want my lawn green, right? I mean, it's just, my point is, is that you have to sit in the seat of the consumer. What do they care about? You know, what are the, what are the emotional connections? Cause they're going to have an emotional connection to their lawn. They're going to have an emotional connection to getting rid of the past. They're going to have an emotional connection to having a healthy home, whatever that is. And that's where the language needs to be. And I know that sounds obvious, but it's very difficult when you sit in a seat like we do and you have all the domain knowledge, it's actually really hard to put that away. And so one of the things that you can do and what I like to do is give it to one of your kids and say, do you understand this and see what they say? Uh, <laughs> you know, so anyway, that's are that. you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, it's you know, it's 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 really you know, it's a good question. So, yep. okay, so that's it. I mean, I think um, if you know, the, the takeaway from this is that the biggest mistake you can make is not being unique and not having some sort of position that really sets you apart. Thinking that you have the best service, which may be true. Thinking that you may have the best value or the most competitive prices, which all may be true. That's not a position it, because that's the position of 95% of your market or of your competitors. And if you do that, you can still be successful, but you're going to spend a lot more money doing it because you're going to have to hammer home your name so much because you're not going to be unique. Okay. So that's, so to that's be clear to be clear. You've got to have the biggest mouth, meaning spend the most money just to have that generic message right. so that you, you know, are louder than the other guy. But if you have a unique message then you can uh, drive that home and people remember that like a unique well, jingle or something like that. Well, the messaging matters, right? I, I remember back when, remember the yellow page days? I mean, you know, yep. the fact is we spent a lot of money for a professional to design those ads. And same thing for when we went on the radio, we would pay professional people because the fact is, is that sometimes people think the medium is what's going to get them the leads. The medium helps, but really the message and being able to connect, that's what matters. And so, so when I say, you know, the single biggest mistake in marketing, it's not having a compelling message. And the way to avoid it is to step back, realize that everyone has this best service, best value, competitive prices, and then figure out like, okay, what specific piece of value are we bringing? And how do I make myself unique in the way that I deliver that value? Whether it be same day service, whether it be the best guarantee in the industry, whatever, but make sure it, that whatever value that you're, that you're dialing in on really taps into this emotional side of the consumer and it resonates. It's not like one that you make up, like, you know, best product, best people, or, or in, in the case of, you know, you're we're the local company, make sure that you double check it with something that really matters to the consumer. And, and if you can do that, your marketing is going to be very potent, meaning that you're going to be able to spend a fraction of what everyone else spends for the value that you're gaining out of it. And if you're able to juice it up like everyone else, I mean, it's just going to be that much better. And so one last thing I will say, and again, not a, not a shameless plug here, but if you go out on grow, there's a whole chapter on this. You can get on Amazon, I don't, I'm not saying, but by the way, you can get this from 
chat GPT and you can get it from Gemini and you can get it from other places too. I'm just telling you like places that you can go grow obviously is written by me and it's on our industry, but you don't need to do that. You could do it. On, I mean, there's several websites that go through this whole thing. And I, I, I will give you a bit of caution. This is like looking at ink blots, right? You can go down a road and the next thing you know, it's like, it's just, it's all this mass confusion. So just try to be clear, go back to the basics, what really resonates with the consumer and then try to tie that back to your brand. And then that's what you're going to go with at marketing, because if you can do that. You're just going to get so much more out of your campaigns and then whether it be digital mass media, even written. I mean, that's just, that's just really the key part. So then I've been the really cool. The really cool thing about what we're talking about now is, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, we'd have this conversation, but if you can become an expert in how to ask your AI, you know, whether it's Gemini or chat GPT, You've got to become an expert on how to ask the question and yes. how to tweak it. It comes back with some amazing information that was you, you could never compile this before. Yeah. So if you get nothing else out of this podcast, that's probably that's, one of the, that's one the, of the gem. takeaways. Yeah, that's the Gemini. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else to add, Dan? I think this has been a good a good episode. I think that's Mainly it. I've been yeah. in my mouth the whole time, but. I just yeah. think it's really important as we, you know, obviously we're getting ready to get into the season. Um, I mean, I know our our folks in the South, they don't really have a down season, but it, I think it does slow down at least a little bit in the winter, but we're getting ready to kick everything off, especially in lawn care. Now's the time. And of course, you know, right behind that's going to be pest control. And so it's a really good time for you to be thinking about this and certainly a good time if you need to make adjustments, get them made before you start spending a ton of money. And with that, we're going to sign off. Just a reminder Everything we talked about, resources and topics, is going to be available on our podcast website, pnpindustryinsider.com, under show notes. If you've not looked at our show notes, they're fantastic. Um, our writer who does them for us, I'm always impressed with how she's able to take the, man, we're all over the place. And I look at the outline, I'm like, oh, that's pretty structured. Yes. <laughs> she, she, she makes us look way better than we are. And, Marisa is outstanding. Shout out to Marisa. So. Yes, Marisa does a fantastic job. And also, uh, just as a reminder from the beginning, you know, if you've not subscribed to our podcast, we'd love for you to do that on Apple. Give us a rating review. Of course, if it's positive, if it's negative or any kind of complaint, we actually direct that to Dan. And with that, we're going to sign off. We'll see you all next time. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye now. <laughs>